Daylight in the swamp. Time to get after the chores. 67 degrees here at the studio. It's 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Police in El Paso say they're making progress in the investigation into Saturday's deadly Walmart mass shooting. All the bodies uh, from the Walmart have been removed uh, to the medical examiner's office. Um, We have completed that phase of the investigation. Police spokesman Sergeant Robert Gomez said they're still working to notify the victims' families before they publicly release the names of the 20 people who were killed. Over two dozen others were hurt in the shooting on Saturday. Gomez said the crime scene they're still investigating has been reduced to the Walmart and the parking lot. He also reiterated that the shooting was confined to the Walmart and didn't impact the neighboring mall. The FBI is also sending more resources to help with the investigation. The National Rifle Association is offering its deepest sympathies to the victims of the two mass shootings this weekend. However, the gun rights group said it will not participate in politicizing these tragedies. At least 20 people were killed Saturday at an El Paso Walmart and another nine people were killed in Dayton, Ohio. Dozens more were injured in the two shootings. The NRA statement said the group is committed to the safe and lawful use of firearms and that it will work to pursue real solutions that protect everyone from these types of acts. An American international soccer player is speaking out against gun violence. Philadelphia Union captain Alejandro Bedoya scored a third-minute goal against D.C. United at Audi Field over the weekend. During his celebration, he came to the sideline and picked up an on-field boom microphone and shouted, Congress, do something now. End gun violence. The New Jersey native has played with the Union since 2016 and has made 66 appearances with the U.S. national team. And an attendee at Lollapalooza in Chicago is dead for the second year in a row. It happened Saturday on day three of the festival after a person suffered a medical emergency and had to be taken to the hospital where they died. Almost another 30 people had to be taken to the hospital throughout the event for various reasons, including alcohol-related complications. The festival wrapped up last night with headliners Ariana Grande and Flume. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Proudly celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation is a grassroots organization of people just like us who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau also qualifies you for a number of money-saving member benefits, including discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. The Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation. Join at WFBF.com. Your days in the field start early and end late, but no two are ever the same. You've got a lot invested in this land and even more riding on it in the future. For you, your family, and your community, at Bremer Bank, we're ready to do all we can to help you make it through the tough times and make the most of the good ones. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at Bremer.com. Sixty-seven degrees here at Wax one hundred four point five. Lacrosse has seventy-one. Marshfield sixty-three. Green Bay's at sixty-eight. Rice Lake has sixty-four. Wausau sixty-seven. Madison sixty-eight. Milwaukee is at seventy-one. And Iman Ridge, my beautiful weather reporter there, says it's sixty-six. This day is expected to start dry. It's beautiful outside right now, with some storms possibly moving in during the afternoon. Some with the potential for strong wind and hail with heavy downpours, uh, uh, part of that system. That system should move through by later tonight 
with drier weather expected for Tuesday. Today, the high is looking at, we're looking at 82 degrees with a low of 62. Tomorrow, a high of 82 with a low of 61. And Wednesday, a high of 80 with a low of 57. And again, looking for some potential for stormy weather later in the day. We'll make your building tough as a Northland with quality materials and custom-made plans. Northland Buildings. Great styles and colors, designs of all forms. You're safe and secure from snow, wind, or storms. Protect all you own, farm, business, or home. Northland Buildings. It's Northland Building's 25th anniversary. If you want an experienced, qualified builder for your new building, get a Northland Building. Their experienced sales reps, engineering staff, and construction crews can design and build just what you want. Affordable post-frame garages, storage buildings, farm buildings, and commercial buildings built tough for the Midwest weather. Call 1-800-736-4510 or go to northlandbuildings.com and get a quality building at a fair price. Built tough for the Northland. Northland Building. When is a calculator more than a calculator? When it takes me from solving math problems to exploring the universe. Staples is your back-to-school destination. Find all the supplies and inspiration you need. Come in store this week for great deals under $1. Right now, Staples one-subject notebooks are just 25 cents each, and Staples composition books, two pocket poly folders, and 24-pack Crayola crayons are just 50 cents each. Staples, back-to-school and beyond. In-store only ends 831.19. Limit 30 on notebooks, folders, and crayons while supplies last. Get your free credit scorecard with your FICO credit score. Even if you're not a customer, learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. 5.06 a.m. here at Wax 104.5. Let's have a look at a first look at the morning markets. On the livestock side of things, cash livestock, fed beef steers are at 108 and a half to 116 and a quarter. With mix selling 75 to 108, fed beef heifers at 108 to 115 and three quarters with mixed 70 to 108. Fed Holstein steers are at 85 to 95 and three quarters with select and choice 63 to 84. Cows are at 58 to 73. Bulls 49 to 89. Butcher hogs 55. Sows 25 to 28. Boars 10 to 15. Short and unshorn market lambs are 110 to 151. And feeder lambs are 20 to $1.60. On the livestock futures, Live cattle for August are at 107.55. That's down 22 cents. October 107.82, down 90. December 111.77, down a dollar seven. February is at 115.45, down a dollar 25. Feeder cattle for August are at 139.62. That's down a buck 60. September 138.22. That's down 3.30. October. 137.97 down 355. November 138.42 down 325. And January at 137.07 down 275. Lean hogs for August are at 76.27. That's down 52 cents. October 65.72. That's down a dollar 75. December 63.25 down three bucks. February is at 68.17. That's also down $3. 
a first look at the dairy markets. The barrels of cheese ended last week at a dollar sixty nine and a quarter. That's steady. Forty pound blocks ended at one eighty two. That's also unchanged. And butter was at, for grade double A butter at two thirty two, down two and a half. The class three milk futures. August is at seventeen twenty nine, up seven. September at seventeen seventy nine, up eleven. October seventeen seventy six. Up 15 in November, 1750, up 11, and those prices look to be up through April. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise, who's there even when times are hardest, whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil, who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Wisconsin. Do you know the secret? We know the secret. Hi, I'm Peter. I lost 76 pounds and over 30 inches. I feel much better, get around better. I know the secret. Hi, my name is Linda and I've lost over 54 pounds and over 31 inches and I know the secret. Hi, I'm Jessica. I lost over 61 pounds and over 41 inches. I know the secret. Hi, I'm Dr. Justin Scher, DC with Eau Claire Weight Loss. And I know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day. My unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points or calories, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no HCG, no surgery, and no hypnosis, call my office now at 715-502-4748 or visit weknowthesecret.com. We know the secret. 10 past 5 here at Wax 104.5. Scott rolling with the morning chores with you. Hey, we're in the dog days of summer. We can feel it outside. But Dan Understander, our state forage specialist down at UW-Madison, says it's never too early in the summertime to think about fall fertilization He'll talk about that on our next Grow Alfalfa program. It's just August, and uh, we still got the dog days of summer, but we have to think about fall when it's our forages. Dan Undersander joins us on our next Grow Alfalfa update program again this morning. And, and Dan, now is the time to be thinking about uh, that fall fertilization of those alfalfa stands, isn't it? That's exactly right, Bob. Uh, And certainly one of the things that we saw last winter was that those fields that were uh, adequately fertilized going into the winter had a little better winter survival in many cases than those fields that were uh, deficient in nutrients going into the winter. Uh, We need to remember first that uh, alfalfa removes about 55 pounds of potash uh, K2O per ton of alfalfa harvested. So you can 
about figure how much you've removed off of your fields by knowing what your yield was, and that needs to be replaced. Uh, potassium is a key element for growth, but it's also a key element for winter survival. So our recommendation would be to fertilize right now uh, before uh, for the last cutting of the season to make sure that uh, we get those nutrients into the ground and, and into the soil. Again, uh, take your yield uh, in tons times 55 pounds of potash and make sure that that much fertilizer is applied. If we don't have time to get it in before the last cutting, then uh, the second option, which is acceptable but not quite as good, would be to fertilize about September 1. So again, we should be thinking ahead. The other thing to keep in mind is that we do need to apply about five pounds of sulfur uh, per ton of hay that we've removed. Uh, almost all of our fields now need sulfur. And so again, uh, we should put on some sulfur this fall based on what we have removed this past year. The, the long-term approach is to make a fertilizer application prior to last cutting of the season, which will cover the last cutting yield and the winter survival and first cutting next spring, and then to make a second application after first cutting next spring. Uh, this approach uh, gives us good nutrients for winter survival, good nutrients for high yield in the spring, and means that we don't have to drive on the fields ahead of first cutting when they might be soft or we might leave tracks or damage the stand. So do think about a fertilizer application this fall based on uh, our removal, assuming you're at an optimum soil test level, and uh, then think about applying again some additional potassium and sulfur and other nutrients that you might need boron uh, after first cutting in the spring. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, with us once again talking about fall fertilization. Get it done and a better chance to survive that winter. EBJ Livestock Marketing is in our area. EBJ buys calves of all sizes and breeds three days a week in the listening area. No trucking, no commissions, and your calves are paid for before they ever leave your farm. EBJ Livestock also buys and sells groups of Holstein and beef steers with HolsteinTrader.com and BeefTrader.com. The marketing team at HolsteinTrader.com reaches multi-state regions, giving them excellent buying power. So farmers, find out what your livestock are worth. Call EBJ for a competitive bid. Call them at 800-428-1429 and check them out on Facebook and at HolsteinTrader.com. We'll make your building tough as a Northland with quality materials and custom-made plans. Northland Buildings. Great styles and colors, designs of all forms. You're safe and secure come snow and storms. Protect all you own, farm, business, or home. It's Northland Building's 25th anniversary. If you want an experienced, qualified builder for your new building, get a Northland Building. Their experienced sales reps, engineering staff, and construction crews can design and build just what you want. Affordable post-frame garages, storage buildings, farm buildings, and commercial buildings built tough for the Midwest weather. Call 1-800-736-4510 or go to northlandbuildings.com and get a quality building at a fair price. Built tough for the Northland. 
67 degrees here at Wax 104.5. Quick look at uh, some of the farm news in the region. The European duty-free market has been expanded for some American beef. Federal officials announced late last week that U.S. and European Union negotiators had reached an agreement opening the EU market for hormone-free beef. A U.S. trade negotiator said the agreement could increase annual U.S. beef exports from the current $150 million to $420 million to the EU over the next eight years. That's the life of the agreement. European Commission officials have stressed that the agreement won't increase overall EU beef imports and that the agreement only is for beef that hasn't been supplemented with hormones. The agreement will require EU Parliament ratification. Well, we're talking about fall. Let's talk about Christmas a little bit here. Tis the season. Well, I don't know what it's exactly the season for. It's August yet, but we can say and think about uh, Christmas trees any time of the year. I'm Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn, and when you're a Christmas tree grower, you are thinking about Christmas trees during all seasons, and that's especially true now when those folks are out there doing some trimming, no matter how hot it is. That's right. Fabulous farm baby Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Yeah, you're right, Scott. I, I think that uh, the average Christmas tree enthusiast, and we hope that there's many that will buy real Christmas trees, you know, you get to the lots or patch or woods coming up uh, later this year, and you see that beautiful tree, and you're ready to go. But guess what? It's the hottest days of summer when our Wisconsin Christmas trees are out there trying to shape that tree, uh, evaluate which ones are going to be ready for harvest later this year. They're also on display at the Wisconsin State Fair and the Ag Products Pavilion. Reba McClone got a chance to catch up with one of our Wisconsin Christmas tree growers and find out about the hard work, sweats, and time that goes into producing that old Christmas tree for you later this year. Reba? The answer is no, you're not crazy. That really was the sound of sleigh bells. And although Christmas probably isn't something you're wanting to think about right now, for Greg Han, Christmas is kind of always on his mind because he grows Christmas trees. Greg told me more about what he's doing at Han Christmas Farm to make sure the Christmas trees are going to be perfect for this winter. We started the farm back in 68. My dad started it with small acreage, and now we've gone into a lot larger acreage. We're into about 65 acres. Uh, agri- uh, Christmas tree industry's changed a little bit in the in the last 10 years, where it's turned into more agri-entertainment. Uh, young families want it to be more of a, um, a event where you come out and get a tree. Uh, so we have a lot more things going on than just growing Christmas trees. Yeah, I saw that on your website. I loved the music that played when I first got there, but it looks like you have plenty going on during your Christmas tree sales season. Yeah, during the season, it is very busy. We have wagon rides and Santa and Mrs. Claus and uh, haystack for the kids to come out. So it's a great day on the farm. Um, And I, I really try to promote it as agriculture still. A lot of people think of only cash crops as agriculture or cows or pigs or that kind of thing. 
um, but I'm still as strapped to the weather as any other agriculture product, and uh, um, it's definitely teaching the, teaching both parents and kids that this is agriculture growing Christmas trees. And that's a really great point about you kind of being strapped to the weather because most of us aren't thinking about Christmas trees until right around Thanksgiving, just before, just after. You have to think about Christmas trees year-round. Yeah, we do. And uh, for all of the uh, things you've heard negative about all the rain this spring, uh, actually it, it has been beautiful for us. Uh, trees have a small root base when they're planted. They're usually about 15 to 18 inches tall. So the roots are about that same length. And uh, with the amount of rain that we've had, the trees are just loving it, absolutely absorbing all of it. Uh, with the cooler weather that we had this spring and all that rain, the root development is fantastic, which means that when we get into the hotter months in August, uh, we have a lot better survival rate. Um, which So we're one of those crops that love this rain. Uh, unfortunate for a lot of my friends and a lot of the cash croppers and everything else. But if you ever have a positive, think of Christmas trees for the weather. Well, that's at least someone's getting something out of all this rain. And so you're talking about those young trees that you plant. How often are you having to plant trees? Are you replanting every year? So, yeah, we plant every year. Uh, usually what, uh, as a generalization, not just at my farm, but uh, across the state, we are planting for every tree that you cut down, you pretty much plant a tree. That way you can keep your rotation going and making sure that you have enough trees. It's definitely a patient man's sport is what I say. Uh, an average tree to get it to market at a seven or eight foot tree is usually between seven and 10 years, uh, depending on how we do for rain and things. Uh, the first couple of years, the tree sits there and, and, and kind of establish roots and it grows two, three inches kind of thing. Uh, but then once you get into that second and third year, you can get a foot of growth every year uh, so that you're, you're getting a foot a year and that way uh, you get uh, a tree about in eight years. When you're planting them, are you ripping out old root systems, putting these back in the same areas? Are you giving areas time to kind of heal and breathe after they've had Christmas trees on them before you plant new ones? Well, it's a big buzz in all agriculture of getting organic material back into the soil. And we are also, uh, as agriculture, we are also trying to keep that organic material in the soil too. So it used to be that we were trying to pull those stumps out and everything. But now it's a pretty standard in our industry that we leave that organic material in the ground. We're planting kind of in the aisle, leave the stumps there. In two or three years, they decompose. Um, and we're finding out that the more you don't disturb that earth, it, the better it is to be planting. And, and you see that in the, in the other agriculture crops, too, where they're doing no-till. And, and we're kind of following that also. That's really interesting because I would have thought, yeah, rip it out, put a new one right where you pulled the other one from. Yeah, and the nice part is uh, with the little equipment that we have, we just don't get compaction, um, so we're not trying to deep till at all. Uh, we're really trying to keep that soil the way it is, and our stump base isn't that large. Uh, an eight-foot tree might have a six, five to six-inch stump at the most, so we're not trying to de decompose huge oak stumps or anything, and pine also decomposes fairly quickly into the soil. Christmas trees 
we all think of that perfect kind of conical triangle shape. Do they grow that way or are you kind of keeping busy all during the summer doing that? So we plant in early spring. Um, it's nice for my co-op because we are trying to plant uh, April 1st, and then we actually are fertilizing right there soon after. Uh, some growers uh, go late in April to do some fertilizing. So first is planting in April, and then we do our fertilizing. We're, we're putting some herbicide down. We're trying to uh, keep uh, the, the rows clean so that the tree has uh, good soil to grow in and no weeds are starving the roots for moisture um, and then yes uh, this time of year which is June July uh, the first thing we do is we get that center point that you put your star on a tree naturally doesn't have just one top it's always trying to throw three or four tops up there so we walk all the rows and just clip the tops some growers do this while they're shearing in August some growers do it now so that you can get a more sturdy straight top me myself I actually am walking them now and, and we clip. So you walk 36,000 trees, you know, um, uh, to make sure you have that. That's about half my farm. Usually you're doing it after the second year. So from year three to year eight, you're always doing tops. Then we're doing a lot of mowing. Uh, not quite every time you mow your yard, we have to mow. We're mowing probably five times a season uh, in the aisle just to keep the weeds down. Again, uh, to keep the that uh, foliage nice and everybody wants a Christmas tree that goes right down to the ground and is a perfect shape. So then in April, yes, we actually shear the cone shape into them. Um, the short needle trees do a fairly good job of getting somewhat of a cone shape, but uh, the trend now is everybody wants a narrower tree. They want a tall, narrower tree. A lot of people don't like that big, wide, fat tree um, just because they have furniture and stuff in their house. So we're always shearing the sides, keeping them a little bit narrow on the bottom. Um, and that is also done every year, once a year. So it's a very busy around the farm. Uh, we don't have the customers, but we're, we're very much farming all the, all the year round. Well, be still my heart because I prefer the big fat trees. <laughs> so I'm sad to see the trend is shifting away from that. But after you've trimmed a tree once, is it easier every year to kind of keep it to maintain that shape? Sometimes. Uh, this year, it would, won't be quite as easy. We had such great rainfall, and uh, the trees, you know, really love that, and they absorb that. So then the, the lateral shoots uh, really grow big. The nice part about it, they also do get denser because of that, too. So that's a positive. But it, normally, yes, once you get that cone shape going, it's a lot easier to, to maintain it than establish it. And you guys do cut your own trees here. And so I'm thinking, do you ever see a tree that you're like, oh, if that one can make it to next year, like I just, it, it would be a perfect tree. And then someone goes and cuts it down. How do you kind of keep people from cutting down the ones that you hope would maybe stay another year? Well, once they get to be harvestable, we just kind of let them go. Um, uh, it's it's a little bit more difficult. We tag our own, our trees out in the field, so the customer only can cut a tag tree. Uh, so I can regulate it a little bit that way. But more as a whole, as an industry, we really just do it by blocks of trees. So if you're trying to keep trees, you just don't let the customers in the block. Um, now talking on the wholesale side, uh, we have a large industry in Wisconsin. We're number five in the nation uh, of selling Christmas trees, and that's because of a lot of the wholesale 
wholesale farmers and the wholesale farmers just don't go into that block they don't have the choose and cut customers or the customers walking through the field so they'll hold the block back and and uh, try to keep those perfect trees for another year what is the biggest tree that you've ever sold we run to about 20 feet here. Um, we supply some large trees uh, for uh, the capital and the executive uh, residents, and uh, we don't supply the actual capital tree, um, but Edgewater gets larger trees. Uh, so it's getting to be a trend that some people like those big trees outdoors. Uh, inside a house, Usually 17, 18 foot tree is a, is a big tree. I, yeah, you can have 20 or 30 foot cathedral ceilings, but putting a 20 foot tree in a, in that kind of area, it gets very wide in the bottom. And one thing Greg wanted people to know about is the fact that your pricing on the trees isn't just arbitrary. Uh, we we do work all year round. Uh, people, a lot of misconception is that you plant a tree and just watch it grow. And what do you do the rest of the year? And uh, there's a lot of labor that goes into these trees. Uh, and people need to keep that in mind as they're paying a $60 price tag for them too. Uh, as, as gas prices go up and movie prices go up, it's still a small price to pay, I believe, uh, for $60 for something that you have in your house and, and celebrate a wonderful holiday around it. Uh, but keep in mind that we're here all year round making that tree perfect so that you can bring it in and have a great celebration. So although you might not want to be thinking about Christmas trees in August, that's definitely something that Greg and all Christmas tree farmers are having to think about all year. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Reba McClone. Tis the season and tis the season to talk uh livestock and the livestock markets will be doing that in 30 seconds with travis over at premier livestock they are diving through their 30th year of business at Swimrite Pools and Spas. And they want to say thank you for 30 great years as the Chippewa Valley's go-to place for fun. From hot tubs, pools, saunas, patio furniture and grills to shuffleboards, game room tables, bar stools and billiards. At Swimrite, they have in-house team members for each part of their service department. If it's not good enough for their backyard, it'll never make it into yours. Experience the Swimrite difference on Highway 93 South near the new Fleet Farm in Eau Claire. Click SwimriteOnline.com. We do it right. Swimrite. Morning here at Wax 104.5 as we continue with the morning chores. Scott with you, and I have Travis on the line from over at Premier Livestock at Withy. Good morning, Travis. Good morning, Scott. How are you doing this morning? Nice weather over there, at least this morning, huh? I think so. It's going to start off to be a nice week anyway. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the morning is. Tell us about what's going on over at Premier, Travis. All right, we'll do that. Good morning, everyone. This is the way your livestock sold the last week at Premier Livestock. Our market cows selling on a fully steady market last week with our high-yielding cows selling from 67 to 75. Most of our cows did trade from 52 to 66, and our low-yielding cows trading from 51 and down. Certified organic cow market, fully steady market again last week. High-yielding cows trading from 70 to 90. Your low-yielding cows trading from 69 and down. Fed cattle on a stronger market last week. Most of our high choice and prime Holstein steers did trade from 86 up to 95. With our low choice and select Holstein steers trading from 78 to 85, 
Choice beef steers and heifers all trading last week from 102 to 112, with their low choice and select beef steers and heifers trading from 95 to 101. Unfinished and mixed grading cattle did trade last week from 75 and down. Our bull market last week, a fully steady again, high-yielding bulls last week from 80 to 95, with our planar quality bulls trading from 79 and down. Now, just a quick update for this week. We'll start here today at Premier Livestock selling market cows at 11 o'clock, followed by our baby calves. Uh, feeder cattle sales tomorrow, we'll start at 11 o'clock with the bred cows, a uh, few breeding bulls to sell on that sale, and then we'll finish up with our feeder cattle and the market cattle to finish the day. Wednesday here at Premier Livestock, 9.30 in the morning, we'll start off with our hay sale, 11 o'clock. We have two complete herd dispersals this week. First herd, uh, 40 cows coming from Wood County, and the second herd will have 35 more cows on a complete dispersal coming out of Chippewa County. Uh, just a reminder, our special uh, machinery sale did change, and that date is now set for September 9th. And that sale will start at 9.30 in the morning on the 19th. So that's what we got kind of up to date going here for going into this week, Scott. And uh, we'll turn it back to you. All right. Thanks a lot, Travis. We'll talk to you again on Wednesday. Thank you. That's Travis over at Premier Livestock at Withy. Let's have a look at some of the local news. There's some more graphic details about last month's killing spree in Chippewa County. Chippewa County Coroner Ron Patton said Richie German Jr. shot his mother in the head five times. German also shot his brother and nephew twice. The coroner said he shot Liley Vang once in the head, then turned the gun on himself. Investigators say they're not guessing why German shot his mother so many times. Wisconsin's Attorney General says the state needs a red flag law to keep guns out of the hands of people who are dangerous. Attorney General Josh Call was on Upfront yesterday, and he said Wisconsin needs a way for police, judges, or family members to take guns away from someone who might be a threat. Gun rights groups in Madison say they fear Call is just trying to grab their guns. More than a dozen other states, including Illinois, have red flag gun laws on the books. La Crosse police are crediting an officer's bulletproof vest for saving his life. The officer was shot in the chest Saturday afternoon while responding to a domestic violence call. Police commanders said the officer's vest stopped the bullet. The officer was taken to the hospital and later released. Other officers shot shot and wounded the suspect in that case, and he's still being treated at a local hospital. Police say the suspect has a history of arrest. Well, the morning has started out with all kinds of stars, and I haven't been outside yet to see the sunrise, which is probably about to start, but Monica over at Skywarn 13 might be able to update us. What what are we in for this afternoon, Monica? Well, Scott, it's going to be a busy day. Uh, This morning, we do have a couple of pockets of fog. uh, But other than that, it is going to be a really nice start to the day, at least just a little warm and feeling a bit muggy. And as the day progresses, it's not going to be as warm as the last few days. We should top out in the low to mid 80s, but it will feel very sticky. And into the mid to late afternoon, that's the best chance to see some stronger storms, especially with damaging winds. There is a severe threat, so we all need to 
stay weather aware, especially this afternoon and evening. Into the overnight, the clouds will break up. It'll still be sticky and lows stay near normal at 62. Back to 82 tomorrow with more sunshine and a typical uh, August day. A couple more storms are possible Wednesday and then we'll start to cool down and finally lose that humidity later this week. Thursday, Friday, upper 70s and we'll get closer to 80 for the weekend with more sun. Right now in Eau Claire at 65, I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Monica Ott. Let's hope that wind doesn't get too crazy, huh? Yep, that's all we can do and, and try to keep ahead of it, right? That's right. All right. Monica over at Skywarn 13. Make your building tough as a Northland with quality materials and custom made plans. Northland Buildings. Great styles and colors, designs of all forms. You're safe and secure from snow, wind, or storms. Protect all you own, farm, business, or home. Northland Buildings. It's Northland Building's 25th anniversary. If you want an experienced, qualified builder for your new building, get a Northland Building. Their experienced sales reps, engineering staff, and construction crews can design and build just what you want. Affordable post-frame garages, storage buildings, farm buildings, and commercial buildings built tough for the Midwest weather. Call 1-800-736-4510 or go to northlandbuildings.com and get a quality building at a fair price. Built tough for the Northland. Northland Building. Again, 65 degrees here at Wax 104.5. Scott doing the morning chores with you. Let's have a listen to what Mark Coger is reporting, how the sales ended last week at uh, Equity in Altoona, and then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald at Stratford Equity. Choice beef steers and heifers on light supply, selling from 90 to $1.10. High-yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, 87 to 92. Choice Holstein steers. 80 to 86 for their heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 80 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows on Thursday selling from 56 to 62. We topped at 67. 60% of cows selling from 40 to 56, with 20% of the cows selling 40 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Thursday selling from 65 to 80. We topped at 88 and a half. Thin, full bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the whole symbol calves weighing 95 pounds and up here on Thursday selling from 10 to $60 per head. Your fancy beef calves selling from $75 to $190 per head with the light and poor quality calves selling $10 and back. Quick reminder, the next special feeder sale here at Deltona Market will be Friday, August the 9th. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, give us a call here at the market. That number is 715-835-3104. This is Mark Coger from Equity Deltona Auction Market. Have a great day. Thank you, Mark. And right on cue, I have Jerry Fitzgerald on the phone from Stratford Equity. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Scott, and a very good morning to you. Well, another nice-looking morning, although uh, a little bit uh, a little bit warmer this morning. Uh, so yeah. imagine, I don't know if something's going to be uh, brewing up this afternoon or not. It kind of sounds like it, though. Yeah, it Big storm like in Minnesota it. we're kind of watching on the radar. So That's I right. guess we'll have to wait and see what happens uh, later on this afternoon. You bet. Well, tell us what's going on so we can get ready for anything happening this afternoon, Jerry. 
Oh, okay, Scott. Thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. And this will be the sales schedule this coming week here at Equity Stratford. A very busy marketing week on tap here at uh, Stratford this week. So we will get started this morning at uh, 9.30 a.m. with market uh, cows this morning. Also selling will be fat cattle and also bulls. That will all be this morning. We will get to the baby calves around the 11 o'clock hour. And uh, this afternoon, of course, we'll finish up with the market cattle. Tomorrow, Tuesday, a busy day here in Stratford. Tomorrow, Tuesday, we do get underway this m- tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. with the uh, hay auction. Uh, 11 o'clock will be the dairy sale tomorrow. Uh, we do have uh, mostly uh, Holstein heifers uh, for the dairy sale tomorrow, including groups of uh, open heifers and also springing heifers. So they will start. Uh, they will st- sell tomorrow at 11 a.m. Market auction will follow the dairy sale tomorrow, Tuesday. Moving ahead into Wednesday, our sales schedule on Wednesday will start at 10 o'clock with the market cattle. Also, uh, on Wednesday will be the special bread beef cow sale, and we have a very nice selection of bread beef cows and feeder cattle for you folks in the uh, in the uh, beef business. Complete herd dispersal on Wednesday, 40 bread beef cows. Most of these are black, black, white face, some Herefords. Again, though, they are bred to a registered black Angus bull, uh, year-round calving, so... Uh, Whatever you're looking for on that herd, we do have it. Again, complete herd dispersal. And we do have other consignments of bread beef cows uh, for that sale on Wednesday. Again, that will be a noontime start. Then, of course, our Thursday market auction does start at 11 o'clock. And then at the end of the week, we do have uh, the uh, monthly sheep and goat auction. That will be on August the 10th, and that will start at 1030. And, again, we do have a very nice lineup of sheep and goats for that auction on Saturday. So, again, Scott, a very busy week on tap here in Stratford. Uh, and, again, uh, all this information is on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page or the phone number here, 715-687-4101. And uh, I guess uh, we'll be back here, of course, tomorrow morning to give the folks an update on the current market prices as of today's auction. And, Scott, uh, I know, is Clark County Fair start this week or is that next week? The Clark County Fair rolls this week. Of course, the Wisconsin State Fair is underway yet, but, yep, we're we're looking forward to Nielsville, some action in Nielsville. Okay, well, you maybe can uh, just uh, broadcast live from right over there. You don't even have to drive so far, then. Yeah, depends on if they let me back into Clark County. Sometimes it's questionable. But now well, there's a lot of back roads. You can get in without, without them knowing about it, you know. <laughs> That's right. I know every back road. All right, Jerry. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Stay cool, as we like to say in August. You bet, Scott. Thank you much. You bet. We'll be here tomorrow morning. Thank you. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. We'll be hearing from Michelle in a minute. At Simple Mobile, you get the no contract advantage. Unlimited talk and text plus 3 gigabytes of high-speed data now for $20 a month for the first three months. Just $20 a month on a lightning-fast 4G LTE nationwide network and no contract. That's our best deal ever. Learn more at SimpleMobile.com. Simple Mobile, out with the old, in with the simple. Requires new auto re-up enrollment by 9-30-19. Credit card and Simple Mobile account required for enrollment. $23.75 per month after first three months, plus taxes and fees. See terms and conditions at SimpleMobile.com. 541 a.m. at Wax 104.5. Continuing with the morning chores, we have Michelle over at Tureen Livestock. Good morning, Michelle. You had a great weekend, I'm betting, with that nice warm weather. I sure did. It was great out. The weather was beautiful. It was a perfect summer weekend. (laughs) Right, right. uh, Mm -hmm. But it tired you out, I suppose, didn't it? Yeah, it 
it did. I don't know. This morning's hard to get going, but, <laughs> you know, once you get going, have a good cup of coffee, you'll be good, right? Yeah, there were several. Tell us what's going on over at the market, Michelle. All right. Thank you, Scott. Summing up the week of July 29, that's your stock market in the Slavic market for the week. We tapped at 78 81% of the cows, so from 46 and above. Market cows were 58 to 76, low-yielding cows 47 to 57, thin and weak cows 46 and down. In the Holstein Steel Market Choice and Prime, 80 to 93, selects were 79 and down. For beef type steers and heifers, Choice and Prime, 85 to 110, selects were 82 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 72 to 85, with the utilities at 70 and down. In the Pippin Calf Market, good quality Holstein bull cows so from 35 to $126 per head, lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Hosting heifer calves were 10 to 50 per head, beef calves 75 to 245 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were 33 to 46, that's 32 to 38 and a half. Boars were 16 and a half and down. Our next sale will be today. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmfarm.com. For all of us at Trim Livestock, your family owned and operated market. Have a great day. Hey, Michelle. Yes? Guess, guess who I think is going to be back tomorrow morning? Oh, is Bob back already? Uh, already? <laughs> He's been gone for a few days <laughs> I know, Bob, that went fast, I guess. <laughs> I'm <with you>. oh. <laughs> All right, so so get your uh get ready for anything. Come tomorrow morning. I know, right? Yeah, I'll yep. do that. Wow, that went really fast, so yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow, Michelle. Take care. Michelle over at Tureen Livestock at Thorpe. I grew up in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and I wouldn't live anywhere else. I'm Aaron Tessendorf. I love spending time with my wife and two kids, golfing and boating. I've been in the auto industry for over six years, and I love helping people. I recently took a sales manager position with Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. Aaron, what drew you to join our Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane family? Well, Rick, I like the camaraderie here. It's all about helping the customer find the right vehicle and get the credit that they need. Nobody else in the Eau Claire area has We Care Credit Repair. Nobody. What's your philosophy when it comes to helping people? I'm very loyal, and I bend over backwards to help everyone. Have you ever driven a new Ford F-150 truck, and how would you compare it to other trucks? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've driven the new Ford F-150. It drives like warm butter. And when it comes to towing, it doesn't even feel like you're towing anything. It's the best darn truck made today. I'm Rick Moore, the owner of the all-new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane, the home of the lifetime warranty. Across from the new Fleet Farm, corner of I-94 and Highway 93. Join Mega Co-op Rewards today and start saving on gas at Holiday. Every Mega Co-op member gets an automatic three-cent-per-gallon discount on gas at Holiday. And if you pay with cash, you can save even more. Not only that, Mega Co-op members get rewards for in-store purchases as well as other entertainment discounts around town. Not a member yet? Sign up today at megacoop.com and start saving on gas only at Holiday. Get your free credit scorecard with your FICO credit score, even if you're not a customer. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. 14 before 6 at Wax 104.5. We're going to stay with that Christmas theme this morning, it seems. It's not Christmas, but we're going to talk about gifting. 
We're going to do that today with Bridget Finke with Valley Crossing Law in the Baldwin area. And, Bridget, we talk about gifting when we make our, our long-term plans for the farm operation to give the kids or whoever this, that, or the other thing. Mm-hmm. First of all, in terms of what we're talking about as far as gifting from the farm pros- perspective, what really are we talking about as far as limits? What can we gift? Just literally anything on the farm? How does that work? Mm-hmm. So there's a variety of uh, considerations and tipping points on gifting. And, and probably the one I hear the most is, well, I can give 10000 a year, right? And that's talking about, from the IRS's perspective, gift tax. Because believe it or not, you can, at times, have to pay money to give something away, which sounds crazy. But there's an amount that each person can give as many people as they want in a year and not have to report it to the IRS. And that number started at 10000 so that's mm-hmm. where a lot of times people are familiar with. And it, But it was indexed to inflation. So now as we sit here in 2019, that magic number is 15000 So, Bob, you could write a check to me and Cora and Caitlin and I'm trying to think of everybody I saw as I walked in here. <laughs> well, you can uh, stop right there because <laughs> I don't have that much money to gift away. That's for $10, baby, but not 10000 <laughs> um, You can write everybody that check and not have to report that to Uncle Sam. Um, because you've got that annual exclusion each calendar year, what you can gift. So that's one set of money you can give away. That's the easy way, it that, sounds like. Well, it's, it's kind of the no-brainer yeah, every the year. Yeah, the no strings attached. Except when we talk Uh-oh. nursing homes, so I'll get there. Then the next pot of money you have is the pot that you can give away above and beyond that 15000 per year, either in combination during your life and or after your death and not have to pay a state or gift tax on. And that's a number that has been a shifting target for us here lately um, based on different tax laws that mm-hmm. have changed. Um, but the magic number right now is $11.4 million each. So for a married couple, that's $22.8 million. So usually when I start talking about gifts that end in million, you know, mo- most of my clients are going, oh, well, I don't have to worry about that. Um, and, and, you know, most of us don't. Um, but that's your federal pot lifetime. So, you know, let's say the home par- farm is worth a million dollars. Um, sometimes people say, well, that's over the 15000 I can't gift that. You can, but you need to report that to the IRS. You have to do an informational gift tax return. So Uncle Sam can take his ledger that has, you know, $11.4 million at the top and deduct off that million above and beyond. So now when you pass away, you've only got that 10 to use. So for many of my clients, they can give away everything they own, and it's fine. They mm-hmm. just need to report it to the IRS. So those are all IRS side of things, gift tax, estate and gift tax side of things. Sounds to me like there's a butt coming in here somewhere. Well, then the other side of things is nursing home, and that's a conversation that I have a lot with clients just because it's so expensive, right? I think of it as the $100,000 a year problem. Average cost of care, 8000 multiply that by 12 you know, you're round right it there. up. Yep. You're, you're right at that 100000 And so the way the system works is your just old age health insurance, Medicare, doesn't pay for your three years in the nursing home with Alzheimer's. That's That, that program doesn't. And it's the other one called Medicaid, which is so close to Medicare. Mm-hmm. that I, I like to call it medical assistance or MA. 
that's a program um, that is dependent on your assets and your income. It's, it's for people who are impoverished. Then the government will pay for that care. And so that's where the hiccup comes on this, oh, we can give away 15000 a year, right? Well, if all you have, you're single, and all you have is 50000 and you've got three kids, and you say, oh, geez, I, now I've had this health diagnosis. I'm going to write them each a check for 15000 and I'm going to go prepay my funeral and burial, and now I'm under the $2,000 limit as a single person that I can have before the government pays for my care. And I'm going to go knock on the nursing home store next month and say, I'm impoverished. You know, government pay my bill. I'm moving in. That doesn't work. That doesn't work because though that for qualification for the government to pay for that nursing home care, there is a five-year look back on any gifts. And it doesn't matter that those gifts were 15000 or under. That's what Uncle Sam cares about in the um, tax mm-hmm. tax bill. Nursing home, it's any gifts within so you, the last five you years. You should have given it away five years earlier, in other words. Exactly. Exactly. To not have that count in your pool of assets that they look at to see whether you're impoverished enough that the government pays for that care. So that's always the kind of the big bugaboo with this is, you know, everybody's heard about this, you know, sometimes 10000 now 15000 mm-hmm. and think... We're good to go there. You always have to be thinking about that other side of things and that five-year look back. And I know I talked to some people, and they will put, like, a cabin or whatever mm-hmm. in a trust. Mm-hmm. You better hope you get five years in that trust before you have to tap into some nursing home resources. Otherwise, that trust becomes mute, too, doesn't it? Well, and you have to make sure you've got the right kind of a trust. Well, yeah. Um, because if you are the primary beneficiary of that trust, it's still going to count even though it's not in your name individually. And so, um, you know, we we could spend a whole morning just talking about trusts and the different kinds of trusts, but I think it, it's another place where it's important for people to really understand what kind of trust they have, and I think there's this perception that I have a trust, I'm protected. But that a lot of people think that trust is a gift, you know, to mm-hmm. say their kids. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give them my cabin or whatever mm-hmm. and in five years that's that's their gift and i'm getting out from under any any medicaid medical mm-hmm. assistance for the nursing home that mm-hmm. can't come after you yeah maybe maybe not and uh again, but again i'm just pointing it out so that you like you said mm-hmm. depends on the trust yep Yep, exactly. And it depend. It really is dependent on what that trust says and whether you've met that look back and oh by the way whether they change that rule because they can and they have you know more recently um there were two different limits three years for outright gifts five years for gifts and trust and then that got changed for five years for everything Mm -hmm. they could always change that rule and it's the rule at the time you are asking for the government payment that's going to count not the rule at the time you make the gift so uh, there is, I mean, strangely enough, there is a big risk to the person making that gift in how that works out and what happens in the future. So, um, you know, plenty of times kids are, you know, knocking on mom and dad's door, you got to get that out of your name. And, you know, mm-hmm. and that may be the case depending on what happens um, in so the future. What happens today is irrelevant if they want to change it 
five, six, eight years, and mom or dad has to go to the nursing home. Mm -hmm. At year seven, they change the rule to 10-year look back, and uh, in year eight, you need the nursing home. Um, you know, it, it may well be at risk. So these gifting decisions are not no-brainers, and it's really dependent on what risk the person making that mm-hmm. gift, you know, often mom and dad, what risks are they willing to take and which aren't they? And we had the crystal ball, and we knew exactly when you were going to need the care and what the rules were going to be. Hey, I could craft the perfect solution that protects the maximum amount of assets. But uh, by change, you say changing the rules. Mm-hmm. Who's changing the rules? The nursing home industry or the government? Who who's making the changes? The the medical assistance rules. So okay. that's federally driven right. and then um, locally enforced. So even. Um, Wisconsin back in 2014 was the last time we had a big change in the medical assistance uh, in a state recovery. And, you know, that those were decisions made in Madison, not Washington. Bridget Finke over at Valley Crossing Law, as always, with good information. That's some complicated stuff. See Bridget or another attorney. Hi, I'm Gibby the Goldfish. Does iron odor in your water have you down? Gibson's Water Care offers iron removal units. Tired of carrying bags of salt? They offer saltless iron removal units, too. Contact my water experts at Gibson's Water Care for a free home analysis. Locally owned, American-made products. Go online to Gibson's Water Care and the Iron Prospector video for more information. Gibson's Water Care. We water. A good life. At Bremer Bank, we see you and everything you're working to accomplish. Since 1943, we've helped neighbors like you achieve success on their own terms, making the places we call home grow and prosper. We'd love to hear what you see for yourself, your business, your family, your future. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at Brimmer.com. Five fifty-six a.m. as we head to the milk house with the morning chores today. Let's have a final look at some of the markets, the grain markets. December corn is at four hundred four, down six. December oats at uh, two sixty-eight is down one. November soybeans at eight sixty-one are down seven. Soybean meal for October is at two hundred ninety-four dollars and seventy cents a ton. That's down a buck fifty. December wheat is at four eighty-two. That's down ten. Country elevator prices. Corn at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo Countryside Elevators is at 344. At Stevens Point, corn's at 373. Elk Mound, 351. Sparta's at 352. Ellsworth, 335. Boyceville, the ethanol plant, is at 363. Stanley is at 364. And New Richmond at 360. On the soybean side of things, the countryside elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo all are at 773. Stevens Point at 762. Elk Mound, 777. Sparta, 774. Ellsworth is at 773. On the dairy side of things, cheese closed on Friday with barrels at 169 and a quarter. That was steady. 40 pound blocks, 182. That was also steady. Grade AA butter was at 232, down two and a half. On the class three dairy futures, August milk is at 
1729, up seven. September's is at 1779, up 11. October, 1776, up 15. November, it's 1750, up 11. And those prices look to be up through April. Well, that wraps up the chores for me today. Hopefully, we'll get to talk with Bob in the morning. That'll be good. Have a great and safe day out there, whatever you're doing today. Chippewa Valley Help Wanted.com presents the world's worst boss, the one who posts jobs on huge national job sites looking for anyone with a pulse. We'll just call him Dave. Officer, thank goodness you're here. You said it was an emergency. And it is. We have some positions in senior management that need to be filled pronto. <sighs> Not this again. I'm telling you, our benefits are criminal. And you can't stare the force forever. All right, boys, roll out. Wait! Hey, where's the fire? I'm so glad you're here. Don't be a Dave. Find your perfect local employee at Chippewa Valley Help Wanted.com. Local jobs that work.